I'm going to be reading a few scriptures this morning, and so Brother Justin is going to help me. The first scripture I'm going to read is from Psalm 96 and verse number 4. It says, For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Psalm 145 and verse number 3. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And His greatness is unsearchable. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Isaiah 45, 1 through 7. Thus says the Lord to His anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before Him and loose the armor of kings to open before Him the double door so the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. Verse 3, I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel, verse 4, for Jacob my servant's sake and Israel my elect, I have even called you by your name. I have named you though you have not known me. I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no God besides me. I will gird you though you have not known me. Verse 6, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord and there is no other. And verse number 7, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all things. I, the Lord, do all things. For the next few moments for the next little bit I'm just going to title this message greater greater and if you're going to preach with me and you believe that God is going to do something you may be seated he was a Macedonian king conquered the eastern Mediterranean, he conquered Egypt, the Middle East, parts of Asia in a remarkably short period of time. They say that his empire ushered in significant cultural changes in all of the lands that he conquered. His reign changed the course of the region's history. For 13 years he reigned as the king of Macedonia. He created one of the largest empires of the ancient world. It stretched from Greece to northwestern India. It is said that of his territory, it spanned three continents and covered nearly two million square miles. His education came from Aristotle. He died in Babylon from a fever at just the age of 32 after reigning for 12 years and 8 months. It is believed by most 
that the first person to give him the moniker Alexander the Great was not a famous statesman or a historian, but it was a Roman comedian. 130 years after his death, the moniker was given of Alexander the Great. This is a painting I found that I'm using as my title slide. And this is supposed to be depicting Alexander the Great. He's in gold and he's supposed to be having a victorious entry into Babylon. But this morning it took 130 years for us to know him as Alexander the Great. There are historians that they are trying to find and, and, and they look at, at the breadth of his domain and they say there's, there's no one that could be as great as Alexander. They say he could be the greatest king that has ever lived. But if you will allow me this morning, I want to introduce you to a king that before he breathed his first breath, it was told that he would be great. Luke 1, 31 through 33, And behold, you will conceive in your womb the angel speaking to Mary, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Isaiah says it like this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from the time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this one translation quotes it like this of the greatness of his dominion and peace there will be no end his dominion will not be able to be measured it will have no end the psalmist said it in our text for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised he is to be feared above all gods great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable I want us to understand that word unsearchable can be translated to unfathomable his greatness is unfathomable it cannot if you will allow me I'm going to make it a little bit clearer his greatness is without it cannot be measured it is difficult or impossible to measure. I want you to understand this morning that in this house there is a king that his greatness can not be measured. There is a God that his power can not be measured. The moment we think we've seen it all, he steps in and he surprises us because his greatness cannot be measured. Psalm 150 and 2 tells us, and many of us could probably quote the memory because quote it from memory because we heard it in Sunday school. It's been quoted, it's been preached, but the psalmist challenges us to praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. If we were here all morning and all week and for the rest of our life praising him, we would not scratch the surface of his greatness. I want somebody to understand no matter what the 
problem, no matter what the situation, God is bigger than your problem. God is greater than your situation. God is greater than your pain. God is greater than your doubt. He's greater than your fear. There's nothing in this world that is greater than my God. I wish I had the words to explain. I wish that I was eloquent enough that I could paint a picture of his greatness, but I can't. So I rely on the scripture, and it says of his kingdom, there will be no end. The greatness of his dominion will have no end. There's nothing that will ever stop the kingdom of God. The world can't stop it. The sin of the world can't stop it. The doubt can confusion and unbelief of the world cannot stop his greatness we look around and we wonder how God could really be in control when all we see is what we see outside of these doors. May I submit to you this morning with every fiber of my being, God is still on the throne. There's not one thing going on that is going on without Him allowing it. And I want you to understand He will have a church and it will have a church that's made themselves ready. And in the last days, He's going to pour out a spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters, your handmaidens, and your hand servants. Why? Because great is our Lord, and he's greatly to be praised. There's nothing that can stop it. There's nothing that can hinder it. Great is our Lord. But why don't we look at what he said about himself? It's one thing to hear what everybody else says about you, but it's another to hear it from his own mouth. The scribes and Pharisees are looking for a sign. And they said, teacher, we want to see a sign from you. Oh, his response. An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. And no sign will be given to except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it because they repented and the preaching of Jonah. And indeed, I love this, indeed, a greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the South will rise up in judgment with this generation and condemn it for she came from the ends of the earth to hear wisdom of Solomon and indeed a greater than Solomon is here. I want somebody to understand a greater than Solomon and a greater than the queen of Sheba a greater than all of Jonah's preaching is in this house this morning greater than the apostle Paul greater than Peter greater than any disciple greater than David greater than anybody there is no end to his dominion and he's in this house this morning one greater is in this house why don't you clap your hands to the Lord to the king of kings he is mighty he is greater he is great and greatly to be praised I've already said I wish I was more eloquent 
that I could describe to you who was in this house this morning but the God of all creation is in the house this morning and beside him there are no others a few chapters later Jesus makes it even clearer and he says all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth King James translates it all power has been given to me in heaven and earth but the original word the original word that is translated from the Greek and Hebrew translates to dominion all dominion has been given to me in heaven and in earth what am I saying I'm saying there's nowhere you can go that God is not in control there's nowhere that you can go that he doesn't have dominion on your job he's got dominion in the hospital he's got dominion on your deathbed he's got dominion in this house he's got dominion in the divorce court he's got dominion in a broken home he's got dominion no matter where you're at he's got dominion there's nothing that can stop my God in your family's torn apart he's got dominion somebody needs to know he's got dominion and of his dominion there will be no end I'm not about to give up God's got dominion I'm not about to stop God has got dominion See, the devil thinks he has dominion whenever you're walking down the hospital room and every one of those beeps is just a sign from him saying, you have no power here. You have no power here. You have no power here. My niece, Crystal, my brother called me and said, I need you to go. He says, I've talked to her. And it doesn't do any good. He goes, maybe she will listen to you. Maybe you can pray with her. Maybe God can do something. Can I be transparent? Okay, nobody said no, so I'm going to be. I messaged my wife and I told her what was going on. And I just, I just said, Kim, I don't know what I'm doing. What do you say in that situation? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have the right words. What am I going to say? And my wife, she should be pastor. This is what she sent back. She just simply says, go be present. And as I walked down that hallway... She said, go be present. That's all that matters is that God is with you. And as I walked down that hallway, I had waited in, that, in the waiting room for over an hour. And they told me it's not good. I don't even know if they're, we're going to let you back or not. But you can wait and see. And I'm sitting out there and I'm seeing all kinds of, of sickness. I'm seeing other people that there's definitely a drug issue is going on. And, and the police have come in and the police have left. It, it's, it's just turmoil. And I'm sitting there and everywhere that I look, it's like another sign that the God of this world has won. It's like another sign that the God of this world has dominion. And then the lady says, you can go back. And I walk into that room and suddenly all of the fear leaves. All of the pain leaves. 
leaves. Everything leaves. And God steps into the room with me. I want you to understand, even in the middle of an overdose, God has dominion. I laid my hands on her. I began to pray. She began to cry. I'm telling you, God has dominion, even in the middle of an overdose. There's nothing that is too hard for my God. There's nothing that he cannot do. God is coming and he's ready. But somebody better understand he's still got dominion. There's no sin. There's no sickness. There's no death. There's nothing that is impossible for my God. The nurse came in and woke her up. And she said her her oxygen has went down. Her heartbeat is too slow. We have no idea. She won't tell us what she's on. They had to put her on oxygen. They had to do all of these things. And they said, she has to stay awake. So I just began to talk. And I just let her know, God sees you where you are. God sees your brokenness. God sees your pain. And she just began to open up and tell me that she is in such a state of mind that anything she can do, she's going to, and that she's got to have help. I want you to understand that it's only God that can help. It's only God that can uplift. It's only God that can heal. And no matter how hard the addiction, no matter how deep its claws are in, God has dominion. And I'm speaking healing to the broken. I'm speaking life to dead trees. God has dominion. All dominion in heaven and earth. Webster's defines it as a place of ruling. All dominion. There is no place that he is not greater than. There is no broken home that he is not greater than. There is no broken dream that he is not greater than. There is no family member that has walked away, that has turned their back on God, that his reach is not greater. There is no one in this house that has gone so far that God cannot and will not fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost because he is greater. Webster's went on to define it as all controlling power. He has all controlling power in heaven and in earth. There is nothing that he does not have dominion over. He is greater than your sin. He is greater than your sickness. Isaiah said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. It doesn't matter what the sickness is. You can be healed.
world because his power is greater. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. God is greater. I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no God beside me. I will gird you. I will anoint you. I will give you power even though you have not known me. That they may know. That the world may know. That all of those around you may know. That from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. There is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is no other. He said I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all things. There's nothing that he won't do for you. There's nothing that he can't do for you. You must understand God is greater. I need us to understand this morning that he is greater than the prince and the power of the air. I know 1 Peter 5 and 8 tells us to be sober, be vigilant because your adversary and mine, the devil, he's walking about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But oh, I wish the devil would understand 1 John 4 and 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in this world I don't care what the devil has to say my God is greater I don't care what this world system has to say my God is greater you are of God little children John is writing to this church and they're all confused And he has to let them know that you are of God, little children. You belong to him. And greater is he that is in you. Greater is he. Right now, our world is filled with fear. It's filled with depression. It's filled with uncertainty. And the God of this world is running around saying, look what I did. But oh, if you will allow me, I'm going to speak to the prince and the power of the air and remind him that my God is greater, that my God has dominion, that my God has all power, that my God is the provider, that my God is the healer, that your God is the supplier, that your God is living on the inside of you and you have nothing to fear, you have nothing to doubt, you have nothing to worry over because your God is greater (coughs) he's greater he's greater he's still sitting on the throne high and lifted up and his train his robe it still fills the temple he's never lost a battle and he's not about to start right now there's no mountain that's high enough 
that my God is not able whenever we speak to the mountain and cast it into the sea that he looks down and says I don't know if I can do that in fact he's waiting on us to speak to the mountains in our life so he can cast them into the sea I don't know if your mountain is fear if your mountain is sin if your mountain is brokenness if it's a broken home a broken family I don't know what it is but God is saying will you speak to the mountain and believe that I'm greater than your mountain will you speak to your situation and believe that I'm greater I stood in this house last night and wept and I told him God I I can't do anything without you you are my strength and my provider I went down these rows and I prayed for every name and I prayed for every empty seat and I said God would you show them your greater would you show them your greater would you show remind us we've been living in this world for so long we've forgotten the greatness of our God we've gotten so used to the darkness of this world that we have forgotten that in him there is no darkness there's nothing too hard for your God Death couldn't defeat him. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. May I, oh, I want to tell you this morning, I can't help, it's about to explode on the inside of me, that hell can't keep you, and you have an escape from the death of sin. His name is Jesus, and he's greater, he's greater than everything that you fight, he is greater. And if you have his spirit, you have greater inside of you. We have taken a back seat for too long. We have looked around and we have believed the voice of our adversary. We have believed the voice of this world uh, that somehow, some way, because of our walk, because we're Christian, because we believe uh, differently than everything else in this world, because we believe that there really is right and wrong, because we believe that it is holiness that's going to lead us to Him, not our holiness, but His. My righteousness is as filthy rags, but His righteousness is greater and can take care of all of my needs. I want somebody to understand you've got a great God living on the inside of you and you can speak healing, you can speak life, you can speak miracles signs and wonders Brother Harvey said it last week greater things than these shall ye do also we're going to spread the gospel, we're going to supply needs because we have greater living on the inside of us tarry at Jerusalem until you be endued with power <coughs> I told God last night I'm not leaving until I feel your power 
I've got greater. We've got greater on the inside of us. Alexander transformed his world. But Jesus formed our world. Alexander was a king of Macedonia. Jesus is the king of all kings. Alexander went to Jerusalem on a horse with all kinds of pomp and pageantry. But oh, the king of kings entered Jerusalem on a donkey. <laughs> a borrowed donkey. And yet they still cried, oh, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Alexander, as powerful as he was, could not conquer death. He was defeated by a fever at the age of 32 years old. Jesus overcame death, demolished the powers of the grave, and rose again on the third day, living forever. Alexander's empire, as vast as it was, ain't they'll come to the music. Evaporated into the pages of history, we still see the things that he has done, but yet they can be numbered. But the things that my God has done, if they were written down, all the pages in all the world could not fit what he has done because he's greater. Because he's greater. His kingdom is from day to day and is no more, but of his kingdom there is no end. I want us to stand this morning. Hear me when I say this, he's greater than the problem. Is there anything too hard for our God? You say, but you don't know. I don't have to know. I know him. told the story of the little girl that I prayed for and she had a growth and her mom and dad brought her up to me the heavens didn't open I didn't know everything that was going on in their life but I just stepped out on the word of God that says by his stripes we're healed. The next morning as she gets in the shower, 
she gets out and runs to her mom. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Because he's greater. He's greater. in Kansas City that just couldn't stand. But all I did was just say, God, would you touch her? I didn't feel anything. I told you. I just, I wondered, God, where are you? Only to find out that the moment that I spoke the word, the pain left her body and she was up in the front praising and worshiping. still remember the service that I was preaching. The young man had never been to, to the house of God. He wasn't sure that God was even real or not. And One of the young ladies in church invited him and I'm pretty sure that's why he was there. But in the middle of my message, pushed his way out of the seats and came down and I don't even know if he had time to repent he must have because there's a formula but before he got to the altar he threw his hands up and God filled him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost God he didn't even know if he believed in God or not but oh God is greater God is greater. You prayed for Sister Ruth last Sunday morning. She was worried a little bit, I know, but she said, I put it in God's hands. She told me she put it in God's hands. I had people gather around her and pray, and we just agreed that God was already going to do it. Sister Ruth called me and said, everything's fine. The doctors aren't worried about anything. They talked to Sister Beth, told her everything was fine, not to worry. They're they're not worried at all of what's going on because God's greater. And even if something was going on, God's greater and took care of it because of your prayers. I was on the platform. All I did was join with you in prayer and belief. Ladies... You were the ones that gathered around, Sister Jan, Sister You were the ones that were, because greater is he that's in you. Greater, greater, greater. We can speak the word this morning. He's greater. Every head bowed and every eye closed, please. This is what I feel in the Holy Ghost. God wants to heal you this morning, not only physically, but there is a brokenness here that needs emotional healing. God has seen your pain and he has heard your cries and he is greater than your pain. 
There are sicknesses in this house that God wants to heal instantly because by his stripes we are healed. There is bondage in this house that he wants to set you free because he has all dominion. And so what I want us to do as a body, I want us to just for the next 30 seconds to join in a moment of repentance together. Would you pray with me? God, we ask you that you would clean our hearts. Remove anything that's not like you. God, we're asking for repentance right now. We're asking for forgiveness because I don't want the adversary to be able to say anything because I know that my God is greater. And if I will ask you to forgive me, you are faithful and just. Not only will you forgive us, but you will take our sins and you will remove them as far as the east is from the west. And the adversary has no dominion or authority here or in our minds. We thank you for forgiving us as a body. Devil, I come against you in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of doubt and fear, I speak against you in the name of Jesus. And I command you to leave. Brother Greg, you're being theat. No, I'm not. I'm standing on the word of God. That if I bind anything here, it's bound there. Because my God has dominion. And if I lose anything there, he's going to lose it here. God, I'm asking and I'm loosing the power of the Holy Ghost to fill this house. I lose healing virtue to flow into this house. I lose the gift of tongues to flow into this house. I lose the spirit to flow into this house. I lose the baptism of the Holy Ghost to flow into this house. I lose it in this house. God, I'm asking that you would fill this house. If you have enough faith, I'm asking you to come stand around the front if you have a need. We're not going to single out what the need is. I'm asking if you have a need and you believe that God can take care of it, that you will come and stand around the front. Sister Betty called yesterday and she's in so much pain from the arthritis that she can hardly move. I'm speaking healing My God, how great for Sister are. Betty right now. How great, how great if there's a brokenness in your home, come let him mend it. Because we're going to speak the word of faith. My God, how great you are. And one that is greater how than Solomon. Great, how 
is in this house. There are those that I have all kinds of faith in, but there's one greater than him in this house. The healer of all disease is in this house. The mender of every broken heart is in this house. The restorer of every broken and dead dream is in this house. Every family member that 